With Long Island Local News on March 13th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLI and WFM. Signature Bank with offices on Long Island has failed and been taken over by regulators, state officials announced yesterday. The Manhattan-based lender had assets of $110.36 billion and deposits of $88.59 billion as of December 31st, according to the New York State Department of Financial Services, which regulates banks. James T. Medora reporting on Newsday.com that Signature's failure is the third largest in U.S. history and follows Friday's failure of Silicon Valley Bank in California. Signature has offices throughout the metropolitan area, including Hopog in Melville in Suffolk County. Signature focuses on lending to small businesses and commercial real estate companies. Adrian Harris the state of New York's financial services superintendent, said Sunday that the state took possession of Signature in order to protect depositors. She also said the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, which insures bank accounts of up to $250,000, has been appointed receiver of the bank. The Financial Services Department, quote, is in close contact with all regulated entities in light of market events, monitoring market trends and collaborating closely with other state and federal regulators to protect consumers, ensure the health of entities that we regulate, and preserve the stability of the global financial system, Harris said in a statement. Signature was founded in 2001 as a New York State chartered lender. It's also a public company with shares traded on the NASDAQ. Besides the metro area, it has offices in California, Nevada, and North Carolina. In other news, a new rule at all 64 colleges in the State University of New York system requires this fall's incoming freshman class complete a course before graduation with a diversity, equity, inclusion, and social justice component. But a check of Long Island's SUNY campuses finds they already offer courses that meet that requirement. Carol Polsky reporting on Newsday.com that SUNY joins many other higher education institutions across the nation with a diversity core requirement, even as some states, most prominently Florida, take steps to limit or eliminate diversity and inclusion instruction and hiring. The new rule is part of a 25-point diversity, equity, and inclusion plan announced by SUNY in February 2021. SUNY's policy and guidance memorandum to campus presidents on what would be required was released December 21st, 2021, David Kantafa, the SUNY Systems Associate Provost of Academic Programs Planning and Assessment, said the uh, intention was to prepare students for diverse campuses, workforces, and communities. Quote, there is a strong academic, historical, and sociological basis for this in multiple disciplines, even in STEM fields and health professions, he said. The diversity Content isn't new to local campuses, however, with the core requirement in place at SUNY Old Westbury since 2001 and at Stony Brook University since 2019. Farmingdale State College, SUNY's online institution, Empire State College with a student support location in Selden, and Nassau and Suffolk County Community Colleges say they already offer eligible courses in fields from literature and history to women's studies and public health. The schools are all reviewing their courses to be ready for the fall. State uh, Senator Dean Murray, the Republican from East Patchogue, said he and others on the Senate Education Committee were reassured uh, reassured by SUNY Chancellor John B. King Jr. 
that students would not have to take a separate course on diversity nor pay for extra credits. And finally, the Riverhead Office of Suffolk County's Department of Social Services is operating out of temporary quarters at the county center in Riverside, likely until summertime. Denise Civletti reporting on RiverheadLocal.com that DSS moved out of its East Main Street Riverhead offices at the end of the year following the expiration of its lease. There, the agency will be moving into a portion of the former Kmart building on Route 58 and Northville Turnpike, which is still being readied for occupancy. Quote, DSS is hoping to have the new location open by July, but maybe sooner. That's Derek Stein, legislative aide to legislator Al Krupski. Until then, the agency will be open for business at the Evans K. Griffin County Center 300 Center Drive in Riverside. The Suffolk County Ledge in December 2021 authorized a 20-year lease of a 38,555 square feet portion of the vacant former Kmart store in Riverhead. When the new space is completed, 150 to 160 people will be working there, Krupski told Riverhead Local in December. A Suffolk County bus route has a stop directly in front of the former Kmart Building, which is a plus, he said, reading the weather in Uniondale in honor of Long Island Children's Museum's Susan LeBlanc and Maureen Mangan joining us for the second Monday meditation segment underwritten by Ola of Eastern Long Island. Looking like rain today, high near 44 degrees, east wind 10 to 13 miles per hour. Tonight, rain continuing, steady temperature around 43 degrees, east wind 13 to 17 miles per hour. Right now, it's 41 degrees, keeping the faraway edition rolling with a little uh, Otis McDonald, Roy Orberson, uh, Wilco, and Carol King. After that, uh, I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to the Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Do everyone a huge favor if he just if he just went away. If he just please just go away. The most bizarre thing imaginable. I think I might be fading. I'm wasted. Could be my mind is Selling to me, 
Cause I am fine, I live the way I wanna be Oh my god, did he just... Did he really just say that? Oh, not again, come on certain someone we love but we also got that certain someone that we don't need none of and if you agree with these words that i'm talking about then listen to them clearly and let me hear you shout it out <laughs> check it out you ain't never gonna listen to me hope you don't mind i'ma ask you to leave yeah you ain't never gonna listen to me hope you don't mind i'ma ask you to leave come on you ain't never gonna listen to me about hello leading to the bottom of the 10 o'clock hour all right it's just about 15 16 after uh that means it's 1 15 16 after if you're listening to the replay it's time for our second monday chat segment underwritten by ola of eastern long island speaking with long island children museums suzanne leblanc joining us in the wliwfm studio another fellow photo J major who seems to have gone astray from the field you still write you were saying yes i write for museum professional journals that which you know that's a beautiful thing uh so you started out shooting for the boston yes children's boston museum? children's museum doing a photo essay and i spent a couple of weeks hanging out there and I thought, what a fun place. Everyone's having a great time. I think I'll do that three-month internship for fun before I start my real career. That was 48 then, years ago. Right. So, so, so fast forward, let's talk about how you came to Long Island and the, the Children's Museum here. Okay. I've worked at four children's museums, Brooklyn, after Boston, Brooklyn, Las Vegas. And then I was recruited back to the East Coast, and I wanted to come back to the East Coast. A beautiful thing. 
and I'm in a great museum, but I'm getting close to retiring. Oh, my gosh. So when will that happen? June 2nd is my okay. last day at the museum. And it's been 17 years? How many years have you been 18 years. Oh, my goodness. Um, no, 17 and a half. Okay. Not, not like she's counting or anything. <laughs> so, so let's talk about uh, what one can find at the Long Island Children's Museum I've never visited. Oh, no. I must. So it's a wonderful place. Children's museums, all of them really, are very interactive. So they're designed for kids to learn in all kinds of different ways. If you're a, a learner by reading, there's things to read. If you're a learner by trying things out, everything's interactive. There are places to use your physical abilities like a climber, bubbles exhibit. If you're a little, a young child, you, you just have fun at bubbles. If you're older, you can learn the science of bubbles. You can put right. your hand through a bubble and it doesn't break the bubble if your hand's wet. I love that. All right, so I'm, I'm looking at these notes Thanks, Alan. Um, you so the library has received the National Medal Medal for Museum and Library Service. Yeah, so it's a lot. It's a museum. Ours was a museum award. Only five museums across the country every year. And we went to the White House to receive the award. When was this? 2012, fall of 2012. Talk about uh, your so, feelings as as uh, the leader at the Long Island. Children's so it was museum. amazing the whole experience. First of winning it, we won it in large part for all our extensive community outreach in a program called Together to Kindergarten for recent immigrants who have children going to kindergarten, and we do workshops for the adults too. And we were able to take a whole family to Beautiful. Washington D.C to receive the award, to go to the White House, and the dad became a citizen after that experience. So That is so beautiful. Can you talk a little bit about uh, developing that program? Yeah, so when I, when I first got to Long Island Children's Museum, I visited a foundation that I knew funded early childhood programs, talked to the program officer, went back to the museum, to the person that was running our early childhood, and said, if you could do the next thing, what would you do? And she said, I used to teach. Um, at in a Uniondale schools, and kids were coming in from other countries not prepared for kindergarten because in their country either they didn't go, or they didn't have their parents didn't have the, um, you know here you're supposed to be involved as a parent, mm -hmm. but they would say in our country of origin you don't go unless your kid's in trouble. So here you're supposed to you know bake cupcakes and go to the PTA and all those kinds of things. So we do workshops for parents, and we do a whole month, half a day. Um, during the week, every day for the kids. And it's like they're pre-K before they go to kindergarten. They're all ready to go and they talk about the museum as their first school. I love that. All right, so so other than, than that, can you talk about some highlights from your 17 and a half years yes. <laughs> at LICM? So uh, we won accreditation right after, um, as COVID was uh, waning, uh, we it's, it was a two or three year process, okay. and it means that we're following best practices in everything we do, from our maintenance and security, emergency procedures, programming, exhibits, finance, everything. We started it before COVID, and we made a decision to keep it going, even though it was a stressful time. And when we actually achieved it, we celebrated, and it was a wonderful thing of coming together with our board and staff. And um, it was uh, it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience to finish that. Only 3% of museums across the country are accredited. Whoa, I did not know this. All right, so now I'm thinking, it, it, looking to the future, it's got to be hard to find someone to fill your shoes. Yes. How is the um, process So I there? actually um, talked to the board and staff about a year ago. I wanted to 
give enough time that this would be done with care. So we didn't announce it until this January to the public, but we um, we got a uh, the board got a search firm, and we started a process. So it was a national search, and there were external candidates and an internal candidate, and very soon they'll be announcing their decision Ooh. in April. Were you were you able to to give your your opinion at all? So yes, I talked to the um, search firm person when she first came in. We had dinner. And she interviewed me, and I talked to her at that point. But usually you don't involve any further in the— Got it, got it. Yeah. Nice to keep uh, yeah. things separate in that yeah. way. Uh, what will the uh, what will the process look like as far as your exit? Will, will there be any interplay so you can uh, uh, guide the, the new person? Yes, it looks like there'll be at least um, a few months, really, a month or a few months of a transition of the two of us being there. That's going to make you feel good. Like, which is great. And my big thing is to leave the museum in as best shape as possible. That's why I gave so much notice and why I did it the way I did it. All right. So looking forward, what what's really looking exciting this spring and summer at the museum? So a big thing that won't open yet but that we're all working on is an exhibit called Saltwater Stories that I'm very, very excited about. We're finishing the design phase, and it will go out to bid in September and I'm really proud of this because it was a program we did um, several years ago where we brought in bay, bay house owners, fishermen and women, oh, cool. um, Native American um, Shinnecock members from here, from Southampton. And the whole first floor looked like it was an ocean experience. So they brought in live creatures. They brought in, they smoked salmon. There was a duck decoy carver, net repair, and everyone loved it. The dads, moms, the kids. And at some point, as we were thinking about new exhibits, I thought this is a perfect exhibit. Right, to stay forever. Right. So we're, we're working on that. And that's so, very exciting. So will there be, I have to imagine there's some sort of aquatic uh, component to this, maybe some sort of like a wave table or something like that? So there'll be possibly something right outside the exhibit. Okay. We have a animal area okay. that we have live animals. It would probably be in there like as opposed a to right in the exhibit. Not thing? sure. Okay, yeah, not, not sure. sure yet. Yeah. We're still deciding on the live animal piece. But we'll have the um, bay men and the fishermen and women come in and do programming. And they might they would bring in the live creatures when they come in. Very so, exciting that's stuff. That's exciting. All right. So what about for you, Suzanne? I mean, a, a, a long, illustrious career in, in uh, children's museum management. I have to imagine, I, or I hope, that you'll be involved maybe as a consultant in yes. some way. Perfect. So, <laughs> How did I know? Good thinking. So yes, I'm going to do museum consulting. Um, I also have a number of, I want to go back to my photography, which I love. I love to hear that. <laughs> and uh, I want to learn to play the piano. My daughter and granddaughter live in Wales, so I can go for longer oh, now yes. to visit, and I want to travel. So. you got to go across the pond. All right, yes. we are excited to see your, your photography, the, the photos <laughs> you take across the pond as well, licm.org. Uh, before I let you go, Suzanne LeBanc, what uh, ha would you like to say that we haven't talked about uh, as far as the Long Island Children's Museum, uh, your career, everything is good. So I want to say that um, it's not always obvious what impact you make because people come and go and you might not see them again. But now that I've been there for almost 18 years, I run into young adults. Oh, that's so cool. Who tell me how important the museum was in their growing up. 
and how they got excited by a certain topic and went into it and just how, how important and meaningful it was. I mean, these are the types of things that really make people, you yes. know, the, these educational memories uh, and, and instances where something is sparked inside exactly. you. It's kind of like if you've seen the new Pixar movie Soul, but here on Earth. <laughs> It's like the the Museum of You or whatever. Yes, they get inspired and it lasts a lifetime. And it lasts a lifetime. Suzanne LeBlanc, thank you for all you've done and all you will continue to do. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Roy Orbison. And you, whoever you are out there, you're (laughs) awesome. And you just heard the special Monday meditation segment underwritten by Ola of Eastern Long Island here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. City lights, midnight, he's shining on you tonight. Far, far away from you, on the dark side.
By the bed, by the light that you read by, by the time I get home to say goodnight, I need to see you again. On the dark side, my friend. On the dark side.
From as far away as you can be, to right here with me in Southampton Village, you can stream WLIWFM online from wherever you are at WLIW.org radio. From Carol King to the National Parks, you get a little bit of it all right here on The Heart, the weekday morning and midnight show on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, Ingrid Michelson and Peter Fenn, as well as Isha on deck, right after this, from the National Parks and WLIWFM. I was young when I heard I opened the book and read the word Stories of a star up in the sky A far off place, a baby child Born to be the light And the wise men came And the angels sang hallelujah Cause far away Is born a little child Far away Savior of mankind, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, born in a manger far away. Seems a little closer today. I 
When I'm old, I'm hoping to sit by the tree in my living room, tell stories of a star up in the sky, a far off place, a baby child, and like the wise man, I will ask, what can I bring when the angels sing hallelujah? child far away the savior of mankind the prince of peace the king of kings born in a manger far away seems a little closer today He's 
the tops He's where everything stops How I love to love him from afar When he walks right past me Then I finally see on this bar stool I can't stay So I'm taking my frown To a far distant town On an island, the blue bay matter what shoreline you call home, we're grateful to have you here with us on WLIWFM. Locally, that's 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County. Streaming online at WLIW.org slash radio. We say we're okay, but we're not fine. I'm losing you, but I don't want to I need you by my side We keep getting a little bit Ocean where 
stage breaking all bad habits furnishing my studio how i like spending the day and staying out all night and i'm bored of being bored craving something more broke as hell heaven is a setting i haven't been traveling taking in serotonin shots i got to try everything falling in love on a rooftop so searching and it don't stop friends with the deep conversation sharing our secrets cutting my hair learning a foreign language come on say this take me there i want to go i want to go far away where nobody knows my name nothing to prove nothing to lose starting over starting new everywhere but here swear to god these people keep Pet track for you. Isha's Far Away, single from 2021, as was the previous by Peter Fenn. I've got Pokey Lafarge, Jose Gonzalez, and Martha Wainwright to lead you into the NPR news break at the top of the hour and the end of the Far Away edition of The Heart. Love the playlist, loved our guests. Deep bow to them, Kulapat Yantrasast. Uh, who will be speaking at Christie's this Wednesday evening for the inaugural Larson Lecture. You can find out more information about that at longhouse.org, as well as LICM's Executive Director Suzanne LeBlanc, who retires this June from 17 and a half years at the helm of the Long Island Children's Museum. Super psyched to check out one of the Mo Willems uh, Events there. Uh, I hear great things. Of course, we know uh, Mo Willems, an unbelievable children's author. I'm Gianna Volpe. Deep bow also to our underwriters. Um, this morning, it was Jennifer Benton and Ola of Eastern Long Island, as well as all of you listeners, supporters of WLIWFM out there. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Pokey Lafarge. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. You're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. I went with the Red Dead Redemption version. Of Junip's Far Away. Was there ever one? They will win you with their eyes, then trap you in their thighs. Stay away from love, stay away, boy. 
far away, far away, far away. Far away, far away, far away. As the lights of home draw near, as a black cat at my door, and he spoke to me in a manner low and mean. She ain't here. She ain't here. She ain't here. Oh. Far away, far away, far away, far away, far away, far away. So far, 
Some lovely way I hear your call Whatever happened to them all Whatever happened to 